welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thriver, and thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is a must listen indeed. We're going to give you seven ways to beat the holiday blues so you can have a very Merry Christmas holiday season and beyond. But first, let me read a review. And it goes real relevant content for young Christians about everything we're already talking about. Short and sweet and to the point. Thank you so much, Lee in 2012 for leaving that review. My guest today is a learning and engagement specialist, as well as a blogger and influencer that shares affordable styles and inspirations to live your best life. This is her third appearance. She appeared in episode one, Coping with COVID, and episode 10, Your Quarantine Bucket List. And she also led a seminar on self-care, so I'm super excited about what she's going to, about her expertise that she's bringing to the conversation today. So welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you, Paul. So glad to be here um, on Real People, Real Talk podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here <laughs> as well. As you can tell from the laughter, we've been great friends for a while, and it's going to be a super <laughs> fun and practical conversation. So speaking of, of, of the holidays, Nicole, what is your favorite holiday and why? Christmas has got to be my favorite holiday season, and I'm not really sure why, but I think I just like the hustle and bustle of everything, and I just feel like people are a little bit kinder during the holiday season, and I just love to see others give back during their time or even just the family gatherings, and of course, this year is going to be completely different, but I I still think that we can have a great holiday season, and it's still my favorite holiday season. It is my favorite as well, and we're going to unpack that a little bit more as we get into the ways but I just want to kind of set the, the frame of this conversation, give you guys some context. According to psychcentral.com, the holiday blues are defined as temporary feelings of anxiety or depression during the holidays. And also that same website gives some of the, the triggers or the causes of the holiday blues. Um, unrealistic expectations. Exhaustion. Stress. Financial difficulties. You know, trying to trying to uh, buy gifts for everybody. And then nostalgia, nostalgia for holidays of the past. And that's one that kind of gets me. Uh, I feel like a lot of people can relate to this as we celebrate the holidays year after year. The people around the table, um, it differs. There's some people that's no longer around the table. So that's one of the, the causes of the holiday blues. And then also, as it relates to this, you know, there's some people that's no longer at the table. I just want to encourage you as something that may be dealing with dealing with death of a family member. And you won't no longer see them at the table. I just want to let you know that there's some things in this life that we just simply can't get over. But God will see us through it. So, Nicole, I want to ask you a very personal question. Didn't prep you for this, but just want you to answer on the spot. Have you ever experienced the holiday blues? I do. And actually, I experience it every year. Um, I think every year it gets better. But like you said, um, I feel like the the table um, during the holidays, it tends to get smaller as I'm getting older. Um, and so definitely thinking about family members who are no longer here. Um, and also wanting to, if, if you know me, you know, I would love to give to everybody and buy a gift for everybody because this is my favorite season. And so kind of the stress of not being able to get everybody a gift. So I've switched to holiday cards now to send out holiday cards instead. Um, 
that and then just the 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 idea I guess of sometimes I rush through the season and then it's like oh man it's over I should have savored it a little bit more so but yes I definitely have the blues every now and then during the holiday season um again it it does get better year after year but I definitely hit those slumps sometimes Nicole I've known you for over a decade and that was news to me um and so that just goes to, to reinforce this idea that I want to share with you guys by having like intentional conversations with your with your friends really just check on them not just say how are you doing they say bless and highly favor but actually like how are you really doing and to check on your strong friends the one that smiled the one that you know favorite holidays Christmas check on them as well and I don't know if I would categorize it as the holiday blues but I'm always nervous around Christmas because I don't know. We have expectation with this to be like the best holiday. It's my favorite holiday. And I just, you know, be praying. I wouldn't say it's, it could be worry or anxiety, but I don't want anything bad to happen around Christmas because once it does, it kind of will attach itself to the holiday season. Uh, for example, my uncle passed away on the 23rd of December. Uh, it was in 2014. So every now and then when that holiday Christmas comes up, I kind of think about that. But one thing I really want to distinguish here before Nicole and I really get into the meat of the conversation is, according to VeryWellMind.com, feeling sad during the winter and the holiday months may also be a sign of this condition called seasonal affective disorder, also known as SAD, S-A-D. It's currently and officially known as a major depressive disorder with a seasonal pattern. This condition often occurs as the darker, shorter days of the fall and the winter and when it's colder and there's less sunlight. One key difference is that sad usually lasts until like the winter ends uh, where the holiday blues usually lift um, shortly after the new year begins. So if you need to see a professional, please do so. We speak as amateurs and we're just letting you know what works for us. And I believe that it's OK not to be OK, but it's not OK not to get help. And so see episode 39, as I had a conversation with that title, but it's not OK. It's OK not to be OK. And that conversation was with a social worker and counselor. But to the content at hand, seven ways to beat the holiday blues. Number one, Nicole, what you got? I like to say um, definitely as I've gotten older and again, you know, our family table gets smaller. So definitely start a new tradition, I think is good kind of think of creative ways that um, will put you in a really good spirit and to um, motivate you to get through the holiday season. Um, Maybe if you're by yourself, I'm a single person. So that looks different for me, but then it may also look different for you, Paul, because you're married. So y'all can start new traditions. Um, And so some of those traditions could be, you know, as soon as December 1st hits, I'm going to watch a Christmas, watch one Christmas movie every day until Christmas, or I'm going to bake a sweet treat once a week. Um, it could be anything. It could be even just the smallest things. Um, I actually had this idea where I was putting together some holiday gift guides for my blog. And I was thinking, what if friends exchanged, um, names like before Thanksgiving and you, in the gift, like when you pull your name, you give a gift, like that's a holiday decor, but they can put in their house. Like you'll open it before Christmas so that you can decorate it with your home. And then you can always think about your friends. So that may be something that I start next year, but yes, start a new tradition. I like that. And I would like to be a part of that. Um, as Nicole said, depending on your season of life, your new traditions, um, will, will differ. For example, my wife and I, our tradition is I'm um, doing the Christmas holidays. We call it the Tri-City Tour. 
uh, where we visit our families in Memphis, Tennessee, Vicksburg, Mississippi, and Hammond, Louisiana. And we just take those like 10 days and just visit our family and just enjoy life. And so um, number one was to start a new tradition. Number two, I may sound like a father here, but I'm just a cool uncle. I just want to talk about the basics of sunlight, rest, and exercise. As mentioned, the days are shorter and which means you got to be even more intentional with getting in some sunlight. So it may mean getting up earlier and getting your walk in. One of the triggers also of the holiday blues was exhaustion. So please get your rest. In the future episode, uh, I'm going to title it Stop Sleeping on Sleep and really discuss the benefits of rest and sleep because you can't be your best if you don't get your rest. Go tweet that. Then another one is exercise. Don't let the holiday eating get the best of you. Have a plan. Um, the counselor that, that I see on a monthly basis, he said this. Don't wait until you feel good to exercise, but exercise so you can feel good as it releases endorphins that literally makes you feel better. Number three, Nicole. Find a way to give back. Um, I think it's so important to, for us to like just take a moment as we enter into the holiday season and just to evaluate our own lives. And many of us are so extremely blessed and sometimes we can get caught up in the everyday and we forget um, about others that may be around us, our neighbors or friends who may be struggling. And so giving back during this really important season is, is really good. It'll make you feel good and it'll make the person that you give back to feel good. Um, look for opportunities such as angel tree, salvation army, any local charities in your um, in your city, maybe you know someone that um, works with you or that that you know that may be struggling if they have children this year and they may be struggling with Christmas. You know, get together with your friends or family and be secret Santa. Um, I think that's one of my favorite things to do during the holiday season is not you don't have to always announce what you're doing or how you're giving back. But um, you can be Secret Santa and maybe that's going to the store and buying a couple of gifts or canned goods and just dropping them off at different doorsteps and just walking away, not leaving a name attached. Um, but there are a lot of different ways to give back. And also virtually you can give back. You can send um, virtual gift cards to like Honey Baked Ham to a family who may be in need of a meal. Um, so just look for different opportunities um, in your own city, how you can give back. As always, Nicole, this has been just a wealth of wisdom. And I want to leave those links in the show notes and get, so you guys can click on it and you can have some ways to give back in your local area as well. And we're going back to back. Nicole, what you got for number four? Cheer on your essential worker friends. As you know, um, as we're recording this podcast, um, we are in the middle of a pandemic still. I think we talked about that in the first episode. Um, I can't believe we're still in the middle of one, but um, I know for me and you, Paul, we have a lot of friends that are working um, overtime now, like in hospitals or any essential workers. And so this would be a good time to really focus on them this year. Again, you can purchase a meal for their family, maybe purchase a couple of gifts for if they have kids. And again, you can be Secret Santa or you can attach your name to it. But definitely thinking about those that are working really, really hard to control this pandemic. And I think they need the extra love this season. Right. So this one was is really unique to 2020 as we're talking about cheering on our essential workers. And I also just want to give a shout out. We have some friends that we went to school with that are in the 
the healthcare field, um, Quincy, Javarian, Gabby, um, Erica, as you guys are working in the hospitals um, and in the healthcare, we are praying for you and we cheer you on as well. And number five, I would say don't overextend yourself. Some of the symptoms of the holiday blues were exhaustion and stress. And I would just encourage you do what you can to simplify the holidays. Nicole, I believe you would agree to this. A holiday should be a time that we look forward to with excitement and with anticipation and not a time that we dread. I would also encourage you to learn to set, learn to say no. I'm um, learning to set some some boundaries. And maybe this year you can't do everything that you did last year. And that's OK. People got to respect the boundaries that you put in place. My favorite thing about the holidays outside of spending time with my family, it's just those 10 days where I'm off from work. We're on that that tri-city, tri-state tour that my wife and I do, do to see our family. And during that time, I don't have an extensive to-do list. Um, all my to-do list is to rest. Um, it's to have fun. Um, it's to enjoy and spend time with my family members, with my parents, with my siblings, with my nieces and my nephew. And I really don't have a heavy schedule. And I just take in the time to rest, um, to catch my breath, and to just be. Because we got to remember, we are human beings not human human doings. So please don't overextend yourself and do what you can to simplify the holidays. Number six, talk to me, Nicole. One of the things that I love that I look forward to every year is doing my favorite holiday things. Um, they can look different for everybody, but I, with the year that we've had, I encourage everybody to just do all the things. And that could be on the weekends, you're on a full-blown Christmas marathon you are getting new Christmas pajamas. You are baking the cookies, the hot cocoa. Um, I love driving around looking at Christmas lights, um, but really enjoy this time. And another thing I like what you said, Paul, is about taking risks. And if you're working, I work full time. And a couple of years ago, I used to feel really guilty for taking off. But now this year, I'm practicing more self-care and my boundaries. And so taking a day off and just doing nothing, you know, blasting Christmas music, um, creating a new Christmas playlist, looking for new songs, ask some friends, what are their favorite Christmas songs and create a new playlist. Um, even with church, I love all the activities that that may bring with the holiday season, with um, all the fun Christmas songs. So just find something that you enjoy doing and do it often. I love that. I remember we have a friend, um, Pat, and shout out to Pat. He took us to a, a cantata. Is that what you call it? I think that's what it is. It was. He's probably laughing if he's listening. I know, right? It's a Christmas program that was done at his church. And um, ever since then, I always look for those to go to. It's an awesome time of of songs and dance and poetry, et cetera. And in addition to that awesome list that you gave Nicole, um, as you're doing your favorite holiday things, I would just encourage you to be intentional with your joy. That's kind of been the theme of the year for myself personally. One of the things that I did in August was a joy journal. August was my birthday month. I turned 31 on the 31st. So it was my golden birthday. So every single day, I only wrote about the things that brought me joy in that day. And that is a Christmas present to myself that I'm really looking forward to um, opening and reading. Um, if I can wait that long, I did another journey in October where I wrote down all the things that, you know, I felt productive, but it was, it wasn't the same. Uh, writing about my joy is a lot better than writing about the productive things. And as Nicole said, I love to see the lights. Um, we love to decorate, watch Christmas movies, um, 
Christmas cookies and hot cocoa. And Nicole, you uh, talked about like your favorite holiday things. Like, do you have a favorite holiday tradition tradition that you do that once you do it, you like you're like, yes, it's officially the holiday season. Well, I love the Christmas story. If anybody has not watched it, I highly recommend it. Um, I can watch it now, but I, can, I also watch it on Christmas Day. Was the twenty four hour marathon on TNT, I think, or USA. Um, but I have plates and cups of the Christmas story, so I pull those out and I watch the movie, and I do it every single year. So that's my thing. I like that. I'm taking some notes so I can add to my Christmas traditions. Um, also, while you're taking notes, I just want to remind people too. I know the holiday season is definitely different. And so you may not be able to see friends and family as much as you would have if we were not in a pandemic. So don't forget to utilize technology such as Zoom or FaceTime. And you can still do fun Christmas games even on Zoom. Like maybe you can send out an invite to like your aunts and uncles and cousins and just get the whole family on Zoom. And you can do Christmas games and um, you probably even do like a virtual, um, what's it called? Like virtual like name pulling for gifts. And then all you have to do is just mail the gift to the recipient's home. And that's just another smile on their face to get some mail. Good stuff. You mentioned um, Christmas movies. I have have a list that I like to to watch. Of course, you got to watch Elf. Um, but I would say my favorite one would be it's in black and white. It's a wonderful life. Nicole, have you ever seen it's a wonderful life? I don't think I have. I need to add that to my list. It's a good one. I watch it every year. And I remember growing up, I used to uh, watch Lifetime movies with my dad, with my parents. And I would, um my mom and dad, I would look over and see my dad, you know, like crying. I never got until I got older and like, you know, life has hit me differently and as I'm watching movies now, my wife will look over at me and I'll be trying to like wipe my eyes. But you just got to watch it. It's a wonderful life. Well, when you get to the end of it, it really makes you value and appreciate the life that God is giving you. Amen. Nicole, do you have I'm curious to know, do you have like a favorite holiday memory that you, you can just point back to and say this was a good one or one of your favorites? Oh, I think I was six and I wanted a um, a pink Barbie car and I really didn't think I was going to get it. And I remember waking up and I really think I heard Santa Claus in the house, which was probably my mom. But uh, that was probably my best Christmas. And on that day, it actually snowed like a lot. And we're here in the South right. and we don't get snow like the snow that we had back in the day. Um, so that was probably one of my favorite memories. And back then it was safe to kind of take that snow and make like homemade ice cream, like snow ice cream. You probably couldn't do it today, but, um, we also did that as well. So that probably was my favorite holiday memory. Mm-hmm. I know as, as I grow up, I feel like sometimes Christmas can lose its, its magic. And so I just want to say you really have to be intentional with your joy and make memories so just a recap number one start a new tradition number two take care of the basics get your sunlight rest and exercise then give back cheer on your essential workers and remember you guys are all essential in the eyes of god don't overextend yourself and do all of your favorite things and then number seven and lastly stay close to the lord 
when you look at that phrase, Merry Christmas, the message is literally in that phrase, Merry Christ must. Merry Christ must. You must have Christ to be merry. He is indeed the reason for the season. Jesus is. So please don't neglect going to church. Uh, we need that interaction with, with others and we need that community. I would encourage you also to have a consistent time with the Lord, um, praying and talking to him, as well as reading your Bible. This not only helps you out spiritually, but it helps you out emotionally and mentally as well. As I'm as I'm reading God's word, I'm constantly reminded of the goodness and the faithfulness of God. And I'd be like, man, if God did it for Abraham. If God did it for Noah, then God can do it for Paul. He can do it for Nicole. He can do it for you. And one verse has really been on my heart. It's been encouraging me lately. It's Psalms 46 and one. It says that God is a very present help in a time of trouble. So whether you're experiencing the holiday blues or the the sadness or just being down, I just want to encourage you that God is right there with you. So please stay close to the Lord. But before we go, Nicole, what, what you got going on in your world? Well, besides working and gearing up for the holiday season, um, I am an influencer, content creator, as you would call it. So creating holiday gift guides for my followers um, as they're starting to do Christmas shopping is what's keeping me busy. I'm trying to keep keep up and stay on top of all the sales going on as well. So follow me on Instagram if you're interested at Leela's, L-E-L-I-A-S, Southern Charm. And so I'll give Nicole the final thoughts, final words of encouragement to our listener to really make this a Merry Christmas and to beat the holiday blues. What you got, Nicole? You know, again, it's been a really hard year, um, 2020, and we don't have to wait until the new year to start over. We can start today. And as we go into this holiday season, um, just look for ways that you can give back and to be a blessing to someone. Um, You can be that secret Santa. and Although things may not be how you would like it to be or how it used to be, you can start new traditions. You can still find the happiness um, in the joys of Christmas that it brings, the little heart flutters and everything, all that that Christmas brings. So look for ways that you can give back. Look for those tiny joys that you can celebrate each day. Start those traditions. Do all the things that bring you joy. And also just make time that that you're still connecting with your family and friends with technology and also recognizing your feelings. So make sure that you're keeping up with how you're feeling. If you need to talk with someone or just talk through situations with someone therapy, it, it is OK um, to reach out to someone if you need help. And um, I love the idea that Paul has where he wrote down everything in a journal. Um, do that, too, and just write all the things that you're you're grateful for, grateful for and get your household involved as well. Um, and all of those things can lead up to having a really good holiday season. Um, so, yeah. Wise words, Nicole, wise words. And I know I said I would give her last words, but as she was saying something, she just sparked something um, in me. One thing that I did, it really brought me joy. And it's something you can do in a new year or you can do during the holiday season. I had something called a memory jar. So every time something good will happen to me, um, I would write it down. And I remember one time I got to the end of the year and let's just say that when I read all those things, it was an immediate mood booster and a mood changer. So whether you do it for the entire year of 2021, or you want to start it now in the month of December and read it at the end, I would say go for it. Every time something good happens to you, write it down and then enjoy all of that joy. So Nicole, thank you so much for adding your expertise to today's conversation. Thank you for having me. 
And thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time tuning in, I just want to encourage you to begin with episode one. And that's with Nicole as we're talking about coping with COVID and just binge all of this good content and be inspired during your holiday season. I promise you, you won't regret it. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, all I ask you is share it with a friend. You can text them the link and also share it with your friends on social media. I would really appreciate that. But I hope you guys have happy holidays and a Merry Christmas and we'll see you next week.